This is what the shit. I'm your host, Darius DC Chambers. We also have Chris G and Courtney D. And we are, again, what the shit. We are a podcast that likes to talk about anything and everything. We are part of the Black Gamut ENT family. And if you enjoy listening to us, you can give this a try yourself. You know what I'm saying? Just download the free Anchor app. Or go to anchor.fm and do it that way. You know, whichever is easier for you. But thank you for giving us a listen and continue to do so. Didn't see you guys there. How's it going? Ah, man, this time has been a long time coming. Like I told the ladies, I appreciate them being here. I appreciate them coming. Without further ado, welcome to What the Shit. This is the podcast that likes to say we are the best because we damn sure are. And if you don't believe me, I don't give a damn. We're not here for that. So today we have Queenish. This is the ladies. This is going to be them. This is not me. It's not me, it's them. The ladies are taking over the man cave. They've already kicked over two couches. Kendra's have peed on three couches. And Brandy have flipped over two tables. So without further ado, I would like to say thank you guys for coming on. Thank you guys for watching. And Chris is my MC. He's going to be taking over. Um, we have a couple of stragglers who came in and out. They'll be here or not. Regardless, kick back, enjoy. Please, if you have comments or questions, please feel free to get them in. We will try to get them in as one as we can. Um, this will not be a one-off. This will be something I would like to do as much as possible, maybe two, three times a year, depending. Um, definitely want to do a part two with these ladies because I already can tell you from the icebreaker we had, goddamn, if you weren't there for that, enjoy. So without further ado, my man Chris is going to take over. Ladies, enjoy. All right, ladies, I'm your host, Chris Fury, with a very special panel of queens, and we're going to talk about some subjects and some issues that I'm sure they will have the answers to, and we'll start off by allowing the women to introduce themselves, so tell them your name. We'll start with you, Kendra. Uh-oh, that's right, Kendra Crump, a.k.a. the H9C, because I am the head nigga in charge. I'm so much the H9C that my co-workers, um, you know, at my job that I work for the man for, they call me the H9C. Got white folks call me the H9C, even though they don't know what that means, uh, from Atlanta. And that's my Wi-Fi passcode, pass name. I don't know the passcode. None of y'all can have it. And listen, adults, quit stealing Wi-Fi. Y'all too old for that. Then, oh, wait, wait. And I'm, I'm rapping the games, baby. 
uh, mama slash wife, so he knows what's up. DM. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, who's next? Uh, Leah. Leah.
I have kids, I have fiance, and I live in Southern California and busy, 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 but super happy to be here. And I've known Brandy since fifth grade. So that's my girl, Candy Boo. <laughs> Candy Boo Cosmo. Yes, All right. That's my new government name. Yeah. <laughs> Biden send the check to Candy B. All right. Oh, girl, be safe. I mean, we appreciate you being here, but please don't crash because I do not have insurance. We do not want you to crash. But thank you for coming. So, Shanna, go ahead and uh, let them know who you are. Oh, God. <laughs> it, it, it froze up. It oh froze no, up. my girl! <laughs> it froze up on We her. will bring her back. But before we do that, ladies, I have to do this for you guys. <laughs> you guys give yourself a round of applause. Take that, take that. Thank you guys for being here. Um, again, I really do appreciate you guys for coming. Um, you guys are talented and black and making it happen. So. I appreciate y'all being here, taking the time out for my little show and everything that I do. Um, without further ado, Chris, hit it with the icebreaker. All right, ladies, let's get right down to it. So here's the icebreaker. Favorite R&B artist without explanation. Who's up first? I like Lucky Day. Okay. <laughs> Who's that lady that said that one? Yeah, lucky. Okay, day. that was like okay. Uh Kendra, since you since you brought Kendra up, let's go ahead and get Kendra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get canceled, but but I like Robert Kelly. Oh, Not Lord. Gave him the government name. Good lord. Um <laughs> who's next? Uh, I am going with Cisco. He was just too extra not to enjoy. So I'm going with Cisco, baby. <laughs> oh, I'm loving these ladies already. <laughs> I would go with, I mean, no one said a woman, so I'm like, do I need to get a guy? Um, I like Brandy. Whatever you feel. Okay. Like okay. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Okay, there we go. I'm gonna have to go with Raheem Devon. Ooh, oh. nice, nice choice. Mm -hmm. I like that choice. Sorry, I know I'm not supposed to be here. Definitely <laughs> not supposed to be. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. I'm gonna be for me. Just Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Some nice picks in there. That's <laughs> a very nice pick. All right. So, first question of the night. That's just the icebreaker. First question of the night. So this is about relationships. Uh, what is it that women are looking for in relationships? What do you value most in the concept of the fairy tale image versus reality in relationships? It's kind of a three-part question. Yeah, you'll be yeah. repeating that a few times. Oh, right. Let's start with part one. Uh, <laughs> what are you guys looking one? for? In what, are, what are you women let's, looking for in Let's break this down math style. Let's start with the yeah. first part <laughs> of it. Chris, I, that's why I'm here. See? Yeah. Um, Ashley, uh, first part, Chris, can you do that again? Because okay. I, yeah. I love myself. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is it that women are looking for in relationships? Boom. Um, I think women are looking for someone that they can um, be safe with, someone who they can trust, who, um, you know, they may not know that they're looking for this because there's a lot of women who are out there and they're kind of on the defensive and in that 
that strong woman narrative. But I think deep down, we all want someone who we can be ourselves with, not have to worry about the love leaving, the love changing, um, the love being conditional, someone who will protect and provide and support us and um, who we can grow with. I think that's what women are looking for. Okay, what do you value most? Oh, oh, okay, I didn't know we were. Yeah, we were <laughs> Thought we were school. Okay, I'm go ahead. You want to cycle, or you want me to answer that one? Yeah, we can cycle. Let's cycle. We'll come back around okay. for it. We'll okay. cycle. Oh. What do women want? Yeah, what do women want most in relationships? Oh, what do women want most in relationships? This is a hard question because I've been married for twenty-two years, coming up this December. And so I'll probably just kind of skip what what we want into what I appreciate about a relationship. And it's um, having someone that I can, uh, it's a, it kind of goes with what she said in the beginning, is someone that you can trust. But you need someone to kind of evolve with as well because we're all individual humans. We're all going to go through changes. And when you're in a relationship, sometimes it can kind of, become unbalanced because you're going through your individual experience and then you have your experience together. So having just someone just that can roll with you in the ebbs and flow, you know what I mean? Y'all can just kind of lean and rock together. Um, I think that's that's what I value most in a relationship. Okay. I gotta give a clap for her. Um, so, okay, so I'm probably the youngest one on here. You know, I'm still wet behind the ear, still on my mama's titty, literally. Um, so, um, what I'm looking for, number one, I like a man who's God fit. And there's a difference between religious and like spiritual. I'm more so spiritual um, than religious. And I, I like somebody who's God fearing, someone who I know can pray with me and we can read the scripture together and everything else like that. Read the good word, get that nourishment for our soul. Okay. Look, somebody who's really good at head. I mean, you know, I haven't like been penetrated. My throat has been, but my, not my cat. Okay. It's going to be when I get married. First thing, I, uh, <laughs> second thing I want to say. Someone. You want to uh, pregame? Uh, well, I, I pregame with a lot of people. I don't even know what my number is at this point. It's probably seventy-five or a hundred. I've been around the block. Hey, let me tell you, I'm so likable. Where by the end of the week, you're gonna be giving me some head. You probably like, man, I didn't think I could go this way, but you will. That's how likable I am. So I gotta stop that. Back to the story. Somebody who I know, I like financial stability. Number one, I'm not no gold digger, but would you rather cry in Detroit or Dubai? Let's be real. Next, um, someone. Uh, family oriented. Family oriented. Like, like one thing I realized is, however a man treats his mother or his sister, he's gonna treat you that way. Like, I need someone who knows how not to be like. You got to control your anger. What are you sitting here punching holes in the wall, sir? I'm next. I don't have time for that. Um, and I'm gonna do one last thing, and we're gonna go to the next person. Uh, someone who is. I like hood dudes, but that's just me. But we're going to X that out. Someone. No, no, we're keeping that. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, someone who um, is like a romantic thug. Like romance, like, listen, I like the, let me tell you something. Like, like open my door for car door for me and smack my ass on the way in. Just kind of like romantic. And then like, be like, like motivate me to do my work. Like, babe, you, did you do your homework today? Cause I'm still in school. Did you do your, no, I didn't. Okay, no head for you tonight. Like, I, that's what I want. Motivate want, me to do want, better. Uh, you want 50 shades like. <laughs> yeah, 50 shades of Negro. 
the end. Next. <laughs> yeah, I guess what you said, right? No. Uh, <laughs> um, I haven't had like a whole bunch of experience, so it's hard for me to say because every time I think I know what I want, I'm like, apparently that's not what was for me. Um, so I thought, you know, after being divorced, okay, I want a man who's seemingly got like a decent career. I can bring around the white folks as well because I'm not into the hood life and I don't want to have to babysit you in social settings. So I kind of like a man who is worldly, um, who is mentally stable, uh, who can provide emotional security. I don't want to feel like if I have a really bad moment, you're gonna punish me for it in some way. Um, so that's that's kind of important to me. And then sex is definitely important. I don't I don't know if women talk about that enough, but I don't plan on faking orgasms anytime soon. And <laughs> I want I want it all in that department. So that's that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> Okay, yes. Uh, I would have to, I think a lot of the speakers who went before me shared things that really stuck out. The first thing that came to my mind was security, emotional security, just feeling safe around them, feeling safe to confide in them. And I think something that's really huge for me is someone who is also God-fearing because I am a God-fearing woman. So not just someone I'll find in the pews, but someone who knows how to pray, who can cover me in prayer, uh, sex as well. They, they, they have to satisfy most definitely but then also have a similar like I don't believe in soulmates I believe in purpose mates so I have spent quite a lot of time getting in tune with where I want to go in life where I believe God wants me to go and so I want someone who's going to compliment my purpose and someone that I'll compliment there so that's what I'd say in that area a uh, quick thing, DC, one of the girls that was in here, Shauna, she said that she keeps getting a message saying that the browser is blocking for mic and camera. Uh, is that something that you know to help her with? Or if not, like, no big deal. I'm just asking because she messaged me. Mike had to change browsers. That's okay, all I can tell you. Uh, my technical aspects are being spread pretty thin here. So I'm trying to <laughs> navigate these waters as best as I can. But. Tell her to try uh, to use Chrome. It's a little easier. Yeah. Okay. I'm writing her now. Um, I honestly I hate that question. So I would say I don't normally tell people what I look for. I allow it to be natural, if that makes sense. Because I don't want to tell a guy what I want and they portray themselves to be that, but they're not really that. I can feel that because we have a lot of yeah. watchers right now who might be trying to do that with all y'all. So if y'all get some weird <laughs> inboxes, because no, we did not send them. This was I not us. To do with that. This was I not enough. Tell screen. them to get the hell out and go home <laughs> and play with the sock. That's all I can tell y'all. Um, next question. Um, so, so most of you already answered like what it is that you value most. So a lot of it boiled down to like loyalty, uh, being God fearing, things of that nature. The concept of the fairy tale image versus reality in relationships. Where do you ladies stand on that? You know, all the falling in love at first sight, uh, locking eyes, that type of stuff. The Hallmark movie type stuff. Yeah, exactly. So where do you ladies stand on that? Do you mean like, is it something we um, agree with? Do, do you agree with it? Is it something you believe in? Do Does it ruin relationships? It? Do you um, feel like it has the possibility? I feel like for young people, yeah, <laughs> it does. And I, I think a lot of people actually, especially 
you know, with the internet, you know, people are linking up online and there's so many like chemical uh, interactions going on. So many dopamine surges that you get from interacting with somebody on the internet. So it, it feels good. You know what I'm saying? And so you kind of get like this false narrative of what a relationship could be until you guys meet in person. And then you realize like, man, they kind of breathe a little funny or maybe they chew a little bit too loud or, you know what I mean? Or they're actually rude to people in public. Like, that's not cool. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think uh, we we have enough patience, um, like, uh, for, you know, an actual relationship to grow. Um, so that initial, just like, people want to kind of stay in that initial romantic phase. Terry and I in 1996, yeah, 96. Um, it was it, it wasn't quite storybook. It was more. It, I guess it was. He was. We were at the pool, and um, he was splashing my brothers, my younger brothers, and I'm big sister. And I was like, uh, uh-uh, don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, you need to get the hell away from my brothers. Like, I will, I will splash you back. You know what I mean? And he played around, and I thought he was cute and stuff, and. He asked me for my number, which boys didn't do at that time to me. And so, <laughs> so I was like, all right, you know, we found this Tootsie Roll rapper and I wrote my number on it. I did not expect him to call me. I didn't expect him to call me. And uh, he actually came over that night over to my house. And I was just like, who is this guy? <laughs> I mean, like, what are you doing? Ordered pizza. My mom fell in love with him. Like, my brothers loved him. And I was, I was still just like... Mm-mm. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. So, I I don't know how fairy tale that is, but um, how we were we were kids. Then after like I'm not, I'm gonna quit rambling in a minute because being married 20 years, it's been like three marriages in one marriage. You know what I mean? <laughs> three different three different life cycles going on. Um, I guess what really kind of separates the fantasy from reality is can you um can you stick around once the bubble is burst you know what i mean once the glitter is is gone are you there to help sweep that shit up you know what i mean and we were and here we are here we are today <laughs> and that's my story <laughs> and you're sticking to it and i'm sticking fucking to it <laughs> <laughs> well i don't necessarily <laughs> I don't necessarily believe in the fairy tale because we all have issues and I feel like you just got to pick somebody whose issues you can tolerate. Somebody whose issues you can roll with and deal with and someone who can deal with your issues. Um, I feel like the fairy tale is actually negative because we are taught as we're growing up and little girls and watching the fairy tale movies and um, See, I watch Blade. <laughs> What'd you say? I said I was watching Blade and like action movies, so I missed the pretty woman <laughs> and well, still, uh, like, bodyguard you know. face. You know what I mean? That, that was, there was no damsel. We were Ninja Turtles. We were fighting together. <laughs> you get the point. What I'm saying, yeah. though, like that whole narrative of you know, it's supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be organic. It's just supposed to flow. Like that's not how real life works. I feel like. There are people who leave relationships that they could have worked out. There's people who give up too easily. There's people who have expectations that are too high for others because they're looking at TV. They're looking at fairy tales. And none of that is real life. Um, You know, I feel like relationships are, it's work, but it's worth it. You pick somebody who's worth it and you just commit and you write it out. Um, 
So I'm not really looking for or about the fairy tale. And frankly, anybody who's over 30, unless you've really been sheltered, you done been through some stuff. So there is no more fairy tale. There is no more rosy glasses. You already know, you know, that life can knock you on your ass and that people that, you know, you love can disappoint you and you can disappoint yourself. So there is no point in, you know, living in that cotton candy land anymore. It's more about um, can we commit and, you know, ride the waves together. Yeah, I would definitely say it's basically about who you're with and how you guys mix with each other. Um, the fairy tale thing is not for me, even down to the whole marriage thing, not to offend anybody. Me personally, I don't plan on getting married at all. But, um, you know, like people, they basically admire other people relationships as well and think that's relationship goes but we don't know what that person going through so it's like when people say oh i want a relationship like that i'm like do you really like because it's a person that i personally know who you know has the best of both worlds in a way like you know her boyfriend uh caters to her bar this and that and everything but behind closed doors like can i cuss on here you can oh <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like why the hell not? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, he's he's basically beating her, like, physically. So, mm. you know, I don't, I feel like people, like, look at the fairy tale in different ways or whatever, but I don't admire that because you never really know what someone is going through behind closed doors. So I don't really, you know, care too much for that fairy tale ending or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you know, for me, actually, I used to have this, you know, I, I watched so many, so much TV and uh, many movies growing up where I was like, oh, I want my life to look like this. Oh, I can't wait to make it a high school so I can have like seven boyfriends for every, you know, day of the week. And I tried, but I failed at that miserably. <laughs> and so they were going to all have a different purpose, you know, but I think for me, <laughs> keeping it real and the only people I got, you know, uh, yeah, I, it was always ogres and people who were like Rasputin trying to holler at me and they still look like Rasputin. I'm like, bro, look at you and look at me. Back to the story. So I think for me, I'm, I'm an optimistic person. As you guys can tell by my personality, I'm carefree. I'm like, you know, whatever. I'm an optimistic person, but you still have to be realistic. If I don't end up getting, you know, my and there were other characteristics that I want in my own in my uh, husband uh, one day. But if I don't end up getting that, it's not the end of the world. And and I have to you have to just learn to be OK with that, because I think sometimes there are certain people who try to spend their entire life trying to make some make this fairy tale happen. And then they get disappointed when they're. 60 and they are lonely it's some real deal loners and these loners keep clinging on to me leave me alone loners back to the story you ain't paying no my bills you want leave me alone you come back to the story so the optimism. it's the optimism yes yes it is optimism they can optimist they uh wallet into my you know paycheck give it to me back to the story but i think i think going and i'm, I'm gonna wrap this up basically for me per se, I I definitely 
would like to find a complete adult. And what I mean by that is arguing is exhausting, which is why I don't know why people think it's okay to argue every day. I don't know why people think it's cool to cheat on each other. Oh, we've been together for 40 years, but we done cheat on each other. He had an outside baby. I done gave him an STD. That Why is that okay? <laughs> that's, you that's, should that's, not be okay with that. You're proud for saying that? He made mm -hmm. me. He made me tie my tubes, and we got them untied. And and it's that's not okay. I want to find someone. And again, anything is possible. But my goal in life is to find someone who doesn't. We might have a, a small disagreement, but I want to be able to say, okay, I don't like arguing. Treat me with honesty, loyalty, respect, and have great communication. Tell me the truth, no matter how hard it is. And that's it. Like, I, I can handle it. Listen, man, I've been called bad things my entire life, okay? And I can handle it. All right, so what? You think my breast stink? That's fine. At least it's this cooch don't. All right, I'm done talking. <laughs> Jesus and the children. Not the children. <laughs> Sorry, I'm right here. Shana back really quick. She said, how long? Uh... She's going to try to go home, D.C., and get on her laptop since she was driving in the car. So I'm just going to tell her that's okay because we'll be watching. Yeah, that's, that is perfectly fine. We okay, I'll tell her okay. Time. All okay. are welcome under the umbrella. Jump in when you can. Smiley face, heart, heart. Okay. Okay, that's a lot, but okay. Yeah, go on. Emojis. Got to be a fakery, right? I'm obsessed with the uh, fairy tale thing uh, growing up because I love Disney movies. So, um, However, I realized growing up, you know, Jasmine would have been better off with Jafar than Aladdin. It's like, <laughs> let's deal with reality here and what somebody's bringing to the table. And it's not because I'm all the way jaded. It's just, like we said, when that bubble gets popped, it's like, okay, I'm not going to die with the person I had a child with. And that was the plan when I got married. So it was like, what do I do after this? I don't know how to be divorced. And now I feel like a stereotype and all the rest of this stuff. And it was all because of what I made up in my head what I was taught and not taught based on who raised me and then what society will push on you. Um, so it's, it's very hard, I will say, just to throw some empathy out to those women that are still living in that fantasy world. It's hard for them to let that go because I think a lot of them may be scared of what their reality may be. And of course, nobody wants to go through something that nine out of 10 people would be like, girl, you need to get out of that or leave that or you don't need to stay for that. But like we were saying earlier, you don't know what somebody's supposed to go through. You don't know what path God has for somebody. And I would love to have said God didn't have it for me to be cheated on and be beat on and everything else like that. But that's what happened. But because of what I went through, I'm able to help other people. And it changed my mindset. And even the mess of a last relationship I just got out of, um, it just, I do better now dealing in reality versus that fantasy. But I will say this, because I'm still very much a fantasy girl, I want to create a fairy tale with my mate because um, I know I'm a mess and I have stuff that I'm going to have to heal and deal with for the rest of my life and he probably is too so it's like let's make our own thing let's be our own goals and not have to look at other people for validation or to see well is this normal is that normal we can be our normal this can be fine this can be the fantasy the goals um, so I believe in creating your own fantasy in that way in and out of the bedroom okay <laughs> At the supermarket. At public. So I don't believe, I think I, at one point I did. I'm going to be quite frank. And I think there's a fantasy stage. I think it's like the honeymoon stage. 
I also believe that a lot of people put up their representatives in the beginning, now having dated um, a lot more recently, but I was in a very long-term relationship, like over a decade. And I can certainly agree with Leah with, when she shared that there are different phases. And I feel like you evolve as a person, so you become different people. And it's possible for you to... Uh, you know, kind of fall out of that that fantasy. I think that the blinders from your eyes gets removed mm -hmm. after a while. But I think what's most important is stickability. I believe another uh, queen on the show just shared something um, very similar to that. Like, you really don't know a person until you've argued with them. How do they treat you when things are not going their way? I think that's what's most important, how they respect you, how they treat you. Someone mentioned earlier how they treat their mom, how they treat their sister. I do believe that that's how they're going to treat you eventually. So being mindful of that. And I think that's what's most important. I think I was always an optimist person, but I think the older I get, because I am approaching 30 in like a few weeks, um, I'm Maybe. more of a realist. <laughs> more of a realist at this stage. How, how are you going to treat me when we're arguing? How are you going to treat me when I do something you don't like? That's what's most important to me at the end of the day. And it's like, how I'm going to treat you? It's like, I'm loving you now, but guess what? I'm capable of busting you in the head. You, you down for that? Are you, ready? are you ready for me to come up out of this wig Flat out. and just get, you know... Hey, some guys might say don't threaten them with a good time, but that's just... <laughs> <laughs> I just... I guess it's get so, can I, ask, can I interject here? Um, yeah, please, please. Going to bed mad thoughts. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, it's hard. It's hard, man. It's hard. I wouldn't recommend it. If you can resolve it that night, then good. But it's ooh. don't let it go any longer than a week or it's gonna crust up and come on, crust. And it's gonna be then <laughs> it's gonna be more more shit you gotta fucking battle through, you know, because it's not like other things aren't going to be happening, you know, but try not to do it. It happens. It happens. And um, I don't like it. Ooh, don't, I don't sleep like well. It. I know that you don't sleep. No, well. No, no, no. Sometimes, sometimes when I do, though, I'm just like, you know what? We just don't fuck it. I mean, have sex and then, you know. No, we don't take. There's no take backs on this show. You said what you said and you meant it. And being a guy, that works because we can be mad all day. Yeah, yeah. Gonna do this real quick, but I might not talk to you in the morning. So, I could, we no, can deal with that. They might prefer that the next morning. <laughs> he might not talk to me. He might not talk to me in the morning. And, but we will so, question: you know. Is she still mad? I'm gonna throw that out there. We yeah. Um, <laughs> we do. We because just do. that, and ladies, that is a mind fuck. If you mad at a guy and y'all go to bed kind of angry, but you do the poke out where you know that's gonna get his attention. Y'all know the poke <laughs> you know, out. Um, yeah. You know, it, it actually it helps when when you're married because you know you're gonna be the goal is to be together forever. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, I have to deal with this. We have to go through this path. So it's like the sex helps open up the conversation, where it's just like, hi, uh, this happened, and this is why I threw the pot at you because your tone and what you were insinuating. And I probably shouldn't have thrown it. I'm very sorry. You know what I mean? That's it. Just it just opens up the. Uh, the and then, uh, just like you're lucky there wasn't some grits in the in the same pot. Right. Just, exactly. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> but, then, but then you know with the with the apology, it has to be sincere. And I, I don't think a lot of people know how to apologize. 
Like, I... it, it's just not, I'm sorry. It's like, I'm sorry. And you have to acknowledge what you did to that person to offend them and to hurt them and let them know, like, you're not going to do that again. Like you understand. So let's, let's tap into that. that. Let's tap uh-huh. into that. Um, what about, what about the rest of the panel? Is it harder for females to apologize or is it harder for males or do you think it's just the equal Ooh, balance do you apologize period can y'all 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 capable no go to bed Matt. <laughs> uh i think realistically it happens i can't say I, that has never happened to me i'm thinking of a scripture um my podcast is a, a feminist and faith-based space so i will bring up things like that and you know the bible says don't let the sun go down on your anger but i'm <laughs> <laughs> also think about the poke out, right? Um, so you need to know what can get their attention. And Damn I think right. there just has to be, um, you know, even if it can't be resolved, I think there should be an acknowledgement that there is something wrong. And I think, you know, in past relationships I've had, there's been some issues with, with uh, I've encountered with men seeing being wrong, like acknowledging and admitting that they're wrong. Uh, so I think that's something that a lot of men have to work on. I'm not perfect at it, but I think I'm a lot more in tune with, or just a lot more easily able to lay things like lay things aside. Uh, uh, that's that's just me personally. So I think okay. I think men got to work on that to answer both questions. Mm-hmm. Ashley, Ms. Ashley. All right. So um, as far as the going to bed, mad thing, I know that you're not supposed to, but I've done it many a night. I've been on the seam of the mattress with, with the pillows and blankets <laughs> all around me, about to fall out and back turn whole nine. So definitely done it. Um, I mean, sometimes you get upset right before you go to bed. So there is no resolving it before I go to sleep. Uh, but I know you're not supposed to. I think maybe it's better to say you're not going to let it go on for longer than a certain amount of time, maybe 24 hours, 48 hours before, you know, you try to resolve the issue. But, you know, sometimes you do got to go to bed upset because I'm tired. I'm worn out, frustrated. I don't feel like talking right now. So, yeah, I'm going to go to bed upset. You know, it is what it is. And as far as um, the apologizing, I actually think that men do apologize. Um it's not always the way that we want to hear the apology or receive the apology. If you give them time and if you don't act a fool during the exchange, a lot of times they will go back, kind of go in their man cave process, whatever happened and try to come to you and smooth things over. Um, I think just in my personal experience, um, a lot of women, like, we don't like to be wrong, especially if we're super smart and we're headstrong. And, um, you know, it's it's like, you know, we just, we don't want to admit that we're wrong. Um, I've seen women argue a point to, to death and was wrong and, and was still sticking with the story. So, um, and I, I've, in the same situation, I've seen men just kind of fumble and shut down rather than try to keep their point of view going, they just kind of shut down because they know they're wrong. They know they've lost the the battle, if you will. So um, I think men probably apologize more if you create the environment for them to feel like if they apologize, you're not going to bite their head off. Women, I think it's probably a little harder for us to um, admit we're wrong on serious stuff, you know, mm-hmm. just because okay. it's, like, it's like being stabbed. 
it hurts. DC's homing in the <laughs> background. So this is like, I told you. No, 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 no. <laughs> no I, I'm unbiased. I'm not even here. Sorry. I'm into the is it or, you, or, you're li- or you're humming to the ice cream song. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm outside. <laughs> yeah, it was the ice cream song. Sorry. Nostalgia. <laughs> I was looking too. I was like, is somebody going to stop? Oh, they didn't stop. California, Claire. Miss Richardson, going to bed angry. I've, I've done it. I'm I'm not even gonna lie. I've done it. It's been, and it also depends on the situation. Like if it's something small where you can talk it out, that's cool. But I, I've went days where I went the extreme to blocking someone for like three days. Like, holy yeah. It it, it all depends on what they did. Held on to that. You held on to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I held on to it. Um, but as far as the whole apologizing thing if i'm like dead wrong like if i provoked it or something that's the only way i'm apologizing other than that i'm like yeah you're gonna have to come to me and apologize first a little toxic prostrate yourself (laughs) (laughs) not your pass Okay, well, you're talking to uh, someone who's never been in a real relationship. But what I try to do and would like to do is definitely talk about something. Yeah, I'm not going to argue. I don't argue. I'm, you know, we're going to fight. That's it. That's it. We can fight in bed. We can fight in the shower. That's my way of arguing. The end. Um, I prefer to kind of drag myself a little bit first. And Ashley knows this because she's been my like unpaid coach for years. I'm gonna pay you one day, girl. I just, I ain't got it. <laughs> and and I, I know how I can get. So I, I'm like, rather than go into Hulk mode, I'd rather be like, look, this is where I fucked up everything else. However, because of a bit of my pride and ego, after I do that, I'm like, well, what's up? It's your oh, turn. See, I know you're not going to let me do that. And then you just sitting there like you had a great. break. Um, that bothers me. As far as going to bed mad, I have I really, I don't let that stop a show with sex. And I definitely didn't when I was married because I just, I felt very obligated to. I'm like, this is my husband. I need to. I may not feel that way with a boyfriend or somebody else, but I'm like, it's my husband. I'm the only person he's getting it from, you know, supposedly. And it's <laughs> not funny. Well, yeah, it's funny now. It wasn't funny. Uh, shout out to Brianna. So, at least he kept it with the bees. Um, but hilarious. Anyway, with sex, but I know for me, there's a difference between being mad and hurt. I, I so easily operate in being mad. I can still, you know, fuck you mad, play games, do whatever. That's fine. But when I'm hurt, when I feel like that inner child is wounded, I can't. Especially when it feels like your mate is just being very flippant, not caring, and they go to bed just fine with the air in the fan on, and you're just broken. <laughs> and it hurts. It really hurts. And I may not, I don't hold a grudge against that, but I very much so push, like, we need to solve this problem. The next day, I, I'll make your breakfast. Cool. We're talking about this shit right now because I don't like to rest in that. It doesn't feel good. And But it's also, I've learned over and over again, it's just not a good look to try to push somebody to either apologize, whether you're energetically trying to get them to do it or verbally. Trying to get them to do anything they're not ready for is just going to cause more drama with you and your mate. So 
I'm I'm learning on that. And Ashley is a great coach for that. I'm gonna keep plugging her because she do her thing. Um, trying she's to get. Pay, she's gonna pay you in friendship coins. Don't worry. I'm, I have. <laughs> I, I paid my dues in friendship coins. <laughs> oh, the yeah. ones that said Super Mario. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's, it's those coins. Is that the Sonic coins? But. Uh, I don't, I don't, I've never done the whole, well, I'm not fucking you because I'm mad. We just gonna have angry sex. That's what's gonna happen. But I'm not, I'm not just shutting down shop, but I just can't do it while I'm hurt. We have to, we have to figure out something if either of, of us are hurting. Cause that's, that's the really hard thing about relationships because if the other person doesn't feel like they hurt you and they're not respecting the fact that you say you're hurt, it's almost like, what do you do? Cause every situation, like, you gotta have to right, um, you won't. Yeah, because the guy could just be like, I don't, I don't see what your problem is. And it's like, I'm literally crying right now. Like, what, what do you mean? I don't know. It's complicated. But that's that's just where I'm at on that stuff. Mm. Like, yeah, I don't I don't cry. I'm just much. like really emotional. I Well, I used to just kind of go um, in Sapphire mode. I don't know if y'all watched Steven Universe, but yes. Sapphire, they were a couple and Sapphire was the one. She just sitting there. And the whole room is icy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just like, but I'm not saying nothing. I'm not picking any fights. It's just, I have Well, no well see, now, you're you know smart because I mean? I'm yellow diamond. I'd be ready to fucking fight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't handle nobody. So it's like, I'm crying because I want to fucking strangle you. But I do. Right. So I have Harry, to do very much Ruby. <laughs> so, I get it. So, so the next part, the next topic is, Health and well-being. So we're just coming out of July, which is uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. Uh, we've seen the general public pretty much bastardize women of color in sports, such as Shikari Richardson finding out about her mother and they're banning her from the Olympics because she smoked weed to cope with it. Uh, Naomi, Naomi Osaka stepping out of the tournament. Simone Biles doing the same during the Olympics, taking time for themselves to trying to find a healthy coping me mechanism to deal with their mental trauma or stress. So do you feel that these particular cases and others who aren't in the public eye are becoming more aware of taking care of themselves and how do you mentally unwind? Hi. Um, Hello. <laughs> I'm just really going to lie. Sorry, ladies. I, uh, I'm actually, I'm, I'm happy to see that there's these demonstrations of black women in power actually taking them you know, taking themselves out of something that they love in order to rebuild themselves as human beings to get back to what they love to do. This is what I try to teach my children. It's like, hey, you can't go like, you know, a thousand miles per hour all the time. You know what I mean? You have to take a break. You have to pull back and just get get it all together, you know? And it took me a while to to learn that because like I said, I'm an imploder. And so I just kind of take everything, take everything, take everything in. And then there's no room. There's no room for anything. So I am completely impacted and I am sensitive and I am popping off on people and I'm irritable and I'm not sleeping right. And my joints, my like my body will physically just be like, bitch, <laughs> I need you to take that 30 minute nap you were supposed to take five weeks ago. You know what I mean? Now it's become a problem. Now I need you know, to talk to talk to somebody professional, you know what I mean? Because it's just got to critical level to where I can't even talk to my husband. I need to speak to someone, you know. And um just just setting just 
it's, it's really cheesy, but when you love yourself, sorry, I live in the hood, you guys. Yeah, I was like, they oh, I was going to you know, say, they coming for one of us. Um, I don't know who it is. Be getting some shoes. <laughs> <All right. laughs> that, <laughs> they'll be around here. They'll be around here. Oh God! Did she get shot? No. No. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Y'all are hilarious. Don't say that. It would. It oh would take Brandy to say something. It always like the man that cut off the Wi-Fi at the wrong place. Oh, that's what we like. We thought the worst. It was people. I ain't gonna say no names, Brandy, but some people thought the worst. I thought they fifty cent you, girl. I was like, no. I was praying for you. You was gonna pull through, but oh, no, I didn't say you were gonna die. You, you good. Oh, okay. I was like, dang, the silence and messed up my 5G and everything. Dang. But I don't know what you guys heard. Uh, but today I, I, I take care of myself. Um, I like talking to my husband in real time about things that bother me, even if it's nothing between, you know, between us, it's between my family or, you know, I'm having an issue with a friend of mine, mm -hmm. like actually getting it out and having someone to, to talk to in real time is it really helps expedite the stress levels and stuff and not holding things in and stuff like that. And um, journaling that helps get up the inner, inner thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Um, I love to sew. So I'll find that creative outlet and I'll make something real quick, um, whether it's a mask or some leggings or something like that. Um, and just fucking unplugging, like legit unplugging turning my notifications off, logging out of the social medias, turning off the Netflix, you know what I mean? Putting on a playlist and just just chilling, you know? Uh, working out, that is my jam too. Like, <laughs> I fucking love the gym. <laughs> like, I almost feel like the gym next to, like talking to a therapist, like they are they are hand in hand because the endorphins that you get from, from strength training or just having that good, good workout, man. It's It's like, it's crack. <laughs> in a way, it's, it's happy crack, you know? Happy, <laughs> happy crack. Not the sad crack. I didn't know that. Not the sad crack, right? No. I'm going to write that down. Word. Brandy, I'm going to let you go real quick. I'll interject. Don't look at the bottom of the screen. I'm going to try to get some of these comments up here because I want people to think we're not seeing them. I'm just trying not to interrupt your guys talking with this weird comment on the screen and you guys look at it and start reading it so don't pay attention read the comment also, you'd be like hanging a cow no. yeah because <laughs> what's up what's up everyone good evening everyone very interesting podcast okay. brandy don't read the goddamn comments it's just, sorry <laughs> Why? i have my ron burgundy moment yes i see I read everything on the screen. <laughs> okay anyway who is in the hood not cj no cosplaying has helped me out aside from actually going to therapy and, and i made sure i got my son in too because he was kind of struggling with stuff um again talking to coach ashley uh definitely helps because i i do think there's a difference between having like a coach and a therapist and even the stuff you may do in church and i'm like oversaturate with all of it like bro darts at whatever works for you so i like exhausting those options um, getting back to the gym, like Leah said, has been everything. Um, cause I found myself being more depressed after I had the fractures and I couldn't go to the gym versus when I started being able to go to the gym again. Um, so doing that and just, uh, 
keeping a planner has helped me be sane. I got away from that during 2020 because it was like, what is there to plan? Um, and now that stuff is rolling along seemingly, um, having a planner and being like, all right, today I'm doing this podcast or I'm working on this costume, that has helped me stay sane. Even when I've had some kind of personal issues going on, I don't feel so lost. I don't feel depressed because I know when I'm depressed now. I've been there a lot of times, so now I know. Um, so just getting to stuff that I love to do has helped me out a lot. And uh, telling people no has been uh, beneficial because I'm quick to say, yes, I'll be there. Yes, I'll go. Yes, I'll do this. And I didn't realize how much I did until I'd have some conversations with Ashley. And she's like, you're running around a lot, huh? And I'm like, I am not, as I'm literally headed out the door to do A, B, and C and to just pause and say no and prioritize things properly has been a huge help uh, not having a breakdown. That's good. Amazing. Uh, I am so happy that uh, these athletes, Naomi Osaka, um, Simone Biles have said no and have walked away. I think The culprit here really is expectations. I think that when we are kind of held to other people's expectations, it prevents us from wanting to say no, even when our body tells us no, even when our minds, our emotions, everything wants to pull us away. But we're trying to please everyone or our careers or our superiors, even our kids at times. And so I think um, getting in tune with what my expectations are for myself that and saying no has been really helpful for my own self-care. I'm not the best at it but I will always advocate for it. And so I think that's something I'm learning. But one thing that has been really helpful is being held accountable by friends who do self-care really well. Like I have friends who are always going to the spa or getting massages or, you know, socializing a lot more than I am. So I'll I'll hit them up like, all right, let's do something together and just kind of have someone check in on me to make sure that I'm getting enough sleep, I'm rested, that I'm taking walks and I'm doing all the things that I need to to kind of you know, feed my soul and not just pour continuously from an empty cup. So I think it's great that um, the women who are in the spotlight, who have reached that wall mentally are speaking up about it, are advocating for themselves. I think it's a shame that it's taken this long. And especially because black women have this, um, that strong black woman stereotype where it's like, we can carry the weight of the world on our back. And you know, well, my mama did it, my grandmama did it and everybody else did it. So, you know, you should be fine. You're, you're, you're good to go. You can handle it. So, I mean, I'm glad that they're speaking up. Um, it's a shame that they're getting backlash for it. And it's a shame that it took this long because I'm sure for them to speak up and pull out of these major competitions, there must have been a lot that they had to wrestle with within because they've been preparing and training for these competitions for years. So for them to pull out, it has to be something serious. It has to be a lot of times where they could have taken care of themselves and they told themselves no, and they pushed through their limits for a long time, I'm sure, before they reached the point that they're at now where they just couldn't take it anymore. So um, my hope is that, you know, that leads to more of us knowing ourselves, paying attention to how we feel and, you know, knowing that self-care is more than just a pedicure and it's more than um, the, the little things we, we think of where 
you know, you're taking care of your outer self. Like sometimes self-care is sitting with a therapist. It is calling yourself out on your own bullshit. Sometimes self-care is um, getting some tough love and really going inward and dealing with the stuff that you've been putting in the closet and locking the door that you've been hiding away since childhood that um, people in your life have been telling you about, telling you about yourself and you refuse to pay attention to it. And yet here it is popping up in other areas of your life, popping up at work, it's affecting your finances. Um, Yeah, so um, I think Brandy said I froze. Am I still frozen? I can hear you. Yeah, okay. Oh, you just can't see me. Oh, okay. Well, you're really tiny. You're so cute. I oh, thought that was your like profile a little, picture. A little tiny square over here. <laughs> yeah, you froze at a good time. She's mobile, but, um, but she's really little. <laughs> oh, well, I'll scoot up some. Maybe that'll help because I'm not no, tiny. No, no, like the life. actual. Your actual frame is teeny weeny. Like I don't know what happened. Oh, it's like okay, a little I bite see. size. Maybe I could try to fix it. Bite size. It's cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, she but, likes it, um, so it. I do I love think... it. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's like a fairy. Oh, <laughs> and I got my little lights in the back too. So, um, oh. and but what okay, I do you, for myself. Right. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I, w- I was going to agree with you as far as like, you know, if you don't take that time to deal with it, then it it is all going to come up, and um, yeah, smack you in the back of the head. So I like to, um, I'm like real spiritual. I'm crystals and, and, you know, I mean, prayer too, you know, for sure, but, um, crystals and I saturate myself in positivity. So, you know, I'll watch a bunch of videos or whatever on YouTube to inspire myself or talking to, um, you know, some wise counsel or someone who you can, um, share how you're feeling with, and it's non-judgmental. I'm a huge advocate of therapy. Um, no matter if you think you have an issue or not, if you talk long enough to a therapist, you'll discover you do have some issues. And um, yeah, just giving yourself time, like really listening to your body, paying attention to your feelings and honoring them. I think when we run into problems is when we push through those check-ins in life that pop up in life. Them little signals that say, you know, um, I mean, I was rolling earlier when um, one of the other panelists was talking about her body being like, bitch, you need to take <laughs> a nap. Like, yes, your body, your mind, everything will be screaming at you and you'll just push on through. And then that's when you hit a wall. So um, definitely doing it sooner than later. And as you get older, I think we get better at that, um, ideally is um, listening to the early warning signs and not having to pop off or go crazy or have a nervous breakdown before you take care of yourself. So that's it for me. Um, I'm definitely like, you know, I'm proud of the women that did come out and, you know, decided to put their mental health first. And I feel like a lot of us as African-Americans should start doing that more because it's like we have like, you know, those childhood traumas and traumas now that we hold on to and stress is like a huge killer so all it takes is for you to like have all that stuff built up built up and then you know that's it like you've been done had a heart attack or you've been un- stressed yourself out you know a, a migraine or whatever, whatever you call them I forgot what they call them but um I just now started taking mine seriously even down to like the employees I worked for like anything that stressed me now is like a complete cutoff. Even though, like I said to the employees, I done 
up right quick just because it was a toxic environment. Um, relationships I've had, you have, you know, one point to where you would just even just call me a B word and I'm out of there. Like, I don't got time for that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but definitely I started taking my mental health more serious. Um, I know a lot of my friends, they get offensive because I don't want to hang out with them. But, you know, you have to have that self-care. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's a lot of stuff that I go through personally where it's like to the point sometimes I don't want to be around people. You know, I would stay on social media for like a whole month. And then me being an entertainer, people are like, where you at? Where you at? And I'm like, uh, I'm going crazy right now. I don't want to talk to you. Guys. You know what I'm saying? It's like one of those moments. But as I came out to, you know, basically let everyone know that I do have mental health issues and stuff like that. Now they're understanding and they're more okay, well, take a break, come back when you need a type thing and everything. And, like, I really appreciate my friends and family for that support. But I just want to say definitely we, as in Black people, should take it more serious. Good. Definitely. Um, how do I deal with my, you know, with mental health and Wusaw? First off, I definitely, you know, I talked to God because I learned that one thing God's not going to do is, is tell your business to everybody. I don't take my business to, to the to the web. Okay, y'all need to stop doing that. All right. Nobody cares. Uh, that's the first thing I want to say about that. Like, come on now. Don't, 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 don't be sitting here just putting it out there. Like, I'm on season two of your shit and you don't want to tell me what's going on. I, I, I'm in your inbox trying to slide in, trying to figure out, like, are you okay? Making sure you're not about to jump off the bridge and you put scene. All right. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll see you. All right. Back to the story. So I, try, I definitely try to talk to God. Um, and then on top of that, I learned, I've, I've learned that oftentimes with situations um arise it's not as bad as it, it like worrying about the situation does not make it go away like it's gonna be better within like five ten minutes or the next day like that's something i've learned because i i used to i've never been stressed but worrying was my biggest issue growing up um i used to think oh i can sit here and smoke my problems away no because after I, i've been high about four hours and i'm like well, I'm right now like can, can I come off the high? Like, I get off the high, my problems are still there. Okay. I can't drink the problems away because I'd be in the toilet, like, you know, uh, peeing it all out using all the Charmin tissue. Okay. And tissue is expensive. Did not realize that. Back to the story. Charmin is expensive. It, it is. That's the good stuff. Um, Back to the story. So what I try to personally do, I try to, you know, um, uh, connect, disconnect. I can't be on social media all day. Even if I've answered all my DMs and everything else, I try, I, I'm a YouTube head. I love YouTube. I like stuff that can give me happy tears. Like I like uh, watching uh, my favorite basketball players, Alan Iverson. I like him watching him cross over people. And I'm like, tears start falling out my eyes. Like, <laughs> like I like seeing celebrities, like, like surprise random fans and stuff. Like I was crying this this morning like that's what makes me happy and then the cutting cutting people cutting people off like you know if if a man is saying something to me crazy like if, if he is saying something to me crazy the first time he is on uh restricted or on my facebook it's a way that you can uh put them in the spam where they can never contact you or they can contact you but you won't ever get that message that's that right. is how i do it you know, listen, I always I'm an advocate. Start when your parents start talking to you crazy on the phone as adults, you need to hang up on the phone. Sorry, mom, my phone died. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like, it's it's okay. Like when you see somebody keep calling, 
Listen, just treat them like a spam. When you get these spam likely calls, just <laughs> in, ignore. Like you don't have to answer that. I'm learning that, and I'm doing so much better. These people will be okay. The end. <laughs> we had spam likely call before we even started. We know who that. Child, you know what? At seven p.m. I said, "What is? I, I, they are working overtime. Good they are. Yeah, and they mean the Chinese people. No, 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 no. I'm like, what are y'all studying? Can you speak English around here? Can anybody on this line speak Chinese? Because if you do, uh, we need to connect. Because I need y'all to please talk to these people in Chinese, man. Because I'm about tired of them. <laughs> Business hours are after are not after three o'clock. <laughs> so, uh, the next topic is is uh, work life balance and race. Defending your blackness at work and at home. Do you find yourself code switching at work? Do you find yourself defending your blackness at work? Do you find yourself defending your blackness blackness at home or in the public? So, let's start there. Yay! All right. I'll you on what I do right at my at my job I work um I work at a kiosk so sometimes you know depending if, if I do see a fellow uh brother or sister of mine you know my my words switch up you know if I see somebody else you know I mean I'll still say what I'm saying just to make them laugh but you know I have this thing this is just me I don't like saying the n-word around white people because I don't want to give them that power to think it's okay to say to me I don't know that's just me but if it's other black people I will say that word like I just I don't know you know that that's just me but um code switching I mean you know eventually once we become cool I'm like you know whatever if I see like like the, the other day I work uh, in the airport where there's a lot of Silicon Valley you know bodies out there and then um I just saw this woman her her butt like had dents in it so her doctor uh did a very bad job it, I think she went to her homegirl Keisha down the street in the basement so Keisha Ooh. did a very bad job and I said hey man look at that ass right there. there's a white boy here and he started giggling I'm like yeah <laughs> and we just started like talking about big butts and stuff like that so <laughs> Uh, do I code switch? It depends. Like, like I said, I, I keep it professional. Um, when they first get to my kiosk, and then once we start shooting the breeze, I'll be like, "Hey, man, you know, they from Memphis." I'd be like, "What's up, Maine?" But I gotta be like careful with that because, like, I, you know, some white people are like, "What's Maine?" Me, I'm like, "Oh, never mind. You're not, you know, the other side of Memphis. Never mind. How do you like barbecue out there?" So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> Code switching. So, in other words, okay, Layla. Um, uh, in the beginning, when I worked for companies, you know, living in Indiana, smack no South Bend, it's like it's all white. So it's a lot of code switching. It's like it's like multi-level code switching because you got mm. white people that you code switch to, and then you got your black people that you code switch to. Then there's yeah. religious folks that you code switch to. <laughs> so it's like. Ooh, wait, oh, that's just so-and-so. But then it's like your family that you code switch to. They come in and see you. So um, now that I've had, we've had our own business for about 10 or 12 years. Um, there is, there's not, there, there's, it's different. It's different in, in comic book land um, because we're all just kind of universal nerds. But there is some kind of unspoken code. <laughs> you know what I mean? That goes goes along with nerds where it's just like, you know, black people see our, our stuff and they see the representation. And so that's that's like a celebration right there, right on. And then, right. But then, you know, you see white people that see, you know, the black Wonder Woman, Black Panther, you know, or Black Poison Ivy, you know. And you, that's like the tension where you kind of wait for their 
for their feedback. But then when it's positive, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, this is awesome. And sometimes, you know, you'll get someone with their, you know, flag with the blue stripe on it or the skull with the, you know, all that. But, you know, they're cool. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of strange with, with comics, you know, you can kind of keep it light and be like, oh, have you seen Loki? You know what I mean? And they're like, yeah, I watch Loki. And then that's, that's the topic. Um, I know, uh, I love black shows. <laughs> like, we went to BlurredCon and it was like a melanin sun just beaming, mm-hmm. beaming down on us. And it was beautiful. And so, um, if you can work in a black environment, <laughs> okay, like, like get in there amongst your people. If you can get a, if you can get to a black con, go. <laughs> look for all of them. Look for hit up everyone because it is it's magical. It's magical, and um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I code switch all the time, but I don't. Even, I feel like I've been doing it so long; it's effortless. I just. <laughs> I mean, it really is because I've always been looked at probably to the clear people, like the say black girl, um, because of the stuff that I'm genuinely interested in, not trying to be the stuff that I've always been genuinely interested in. It always followed in the category of that white people shit. So I've always had to defend the blackness within my family first because you talk like a white girl. No, I Uh I talk how I talk. I speak how I speak. It's not white, but you know how that game goes. Perfect diction is what you should say. And a lot of them don't have it. Listen, um, it's ridiculous, but dealt with that majority of growing up. Not as hard um, after, you know, you're not in high school or anything else like that. Um, But definitely code switch. And I don't even feel like bad about it. Of course, uh, you wish it wasn't that way, but it's just, it's survival. And I know as fucked up as it sounds, I know the type of black I need to be to get to where I want to be in certain circles. Um, I yeah. guess that's, that's not, a, it's it's actually, yeah, that's, it's the not. The benefit to, um, <laughs> well, because they don't want you too black. And, they, and you even know what that means when they say mm, too black. Um, they want it just enough to say, we got diversity, we check this box or whatever, but you're not <laughs> aggressive, alarming. You're not being all Marcus Garvey in the mix. They don't want that. Um, but anyway, to survive, but I, I enjoy it much more, like Leah was saying, since we travel in the same nerdy circles. I love it when I don't have to do that, like at all. And even, I like that you said the code switching with the black. I like when I'm with people that are accepting of my version of blackness and I don't have to be any more black, any less. I can yeah. just talk how I talk about the stuff that I want to and it's just respect across the board. And funny yeah. you said that, Leah, because I found that more in the blurred community than I have uh, in any other circle, and I've been in all type of, of circles with different type of people and stuff, but it's something different about that little area when you can have, yeah. yeah, it's just it's just different. So yeah, I've had to do it, but I look at it a lot of time as just corporate survival. It's just what I've had to do until I'm working for myself. I had a feeling I was next. Going down the line, sorry. I can certainly relate. I think, uh, I mean, professionally, even in school, I always went to PWIs. It's so funny. I, I grew up in central Brooklyn, so it's predominantly Black. When I was in predominantly Black spaces, I was told I spoke white. So there was that. Then I went to PWIs, and then 
I had the experience like that book shares by that psychologist, like why are all the black kids sitting together in the cafeteria? I always looked for other people I could feel the most comfortable with because that's what I grew up around. And that's where I felt the most like I didn't have to put on a facade and speak a certain way. I didn't have to be uh, perceived a certain way. And in terms of professionalism, uh, I certainly think there's a level of survival that it takes. Um, I worked in government. Even when there were uh, Black or Hispanic teams, there was just a level of, all right, how do I want to be perceived by the higher ups? Um, and what I have found when I work with non-Black folks is when I've expressed myself strongly, I've been perceived as that angry Black. I've been called angry, and that upsets me. Like to no end, um, being called angry just because I'm I'm sharing something that's in opposition of others, and I feel like other people of other races like to use that card against us, and that's something I'm a huge advocate of. And I've I've left places, professional places like that. Like another person said, they've walked away from jobs. I've certainly done that. That was my self care. Like, am I going to be honored? Am I going to be embraced? Am I going to be accepted? Even when I'm perceived as someone who's super intellectual, saying all the right things and being who I am. So that's where I, that's my take on this. I'm going to just keep it a hundred. I ain't switching nothing. <laughs> I'm just being real. Like if you don't accept it, white, black, whoever, you just yeah. don't accept it. That's what it is. That's my intake. <laughs> <I like that. laughs> sweet. Right to the point. Um, so for me, I definitely, definitely can relate to a lot of the code switching because that is how I got to where I am in my career. Um Brandy and I, we were um military kids. So we grew up very cultured. We grew up around a lot of different people. And um, I think that kind of puts you in the, you can blend and be around the white kids or the Asian kids. And you know, a lot of the pop culture stuff, but you also know the cookout movies and the big mama jokes and all that, like you get it all. Um, and some of that actually is us like, um, you know, we love a good pop culture reference. And that's genuinely like who we are, how we feel. Um, I don't think amongst people who get you, you feel like your blackness is questioned or um, that you have to prove yourself. But I definitely feel like if you get around someone who feels like black culture is a certain thing that black people talk this way, that they um, don't listen to this kind of music, that they do this kind of thing, um, you can feel like an outsider in your own community. I've gone to predominantly black schools before and felt like an outsider because I was a California girl and the clothes I was wearing and the way I talked, I was an outsider. I've also gone to primarily white schools and felt the same way for different reasons because I was visually, I looked different, even if I could blend in uh, because I understood their, their references and their jokes and things like that. It's still, you know, you're not like the rest. One of these is not like the others. Which one is it? And you know, it's you. So um, it, it's like, you know, trying to find your place and your folks. And um, I found I found felt the most accepted amongst other black people who are also doing the same thing, also playing the game to get ahead. Also cold switching, like, you know, when you can catch each other in the break room and be like, girl, did you? Let me take my mask off real quick and be like, did you hear me 
and then put it back on and go back out and do what you got to do. Um, those are the people that you feel the most comfortable with, where you can go to lunch and just keep it real. And then, no, well, let me go back in here and, you know, pretend like I want to hear this Bon Jovi at the Christmas party. <laughs> and eat this ambrosia salad. And, you know, <laughs> laugh about Ace Ventura. Like, <laughs> let me just do what I got to do to get by. Um, but it is lonely. I will say that that I think at some point you do reach a level of um, just not feeling like you're you're amongst your tribe. That even though you've made it, you've arrived, you got the position, you got the respect, the the uh, the clears. I've heard them called, you know, not white people clears. The clears no, have accepted people. people. <laughs> that white people. <laughs> they have accepted you, but. Um, you can never really let your hair down with them. You can never really lean back. You can never really get comfortable. Um, Cause like Brandy was saying, like you can't get too black. You know, you can't be like, have you seen Tuka play that game? Like you can't, <laughs> you can't pick, you know, or, you know, that Tupac album, you know, all eyes on me. That was, that was it. You know, you can't do any of that kind of stuff. You have to be careful. Like I was, I was reading a post today, and and a dude said that he accidentally said the n word in a meeting. Yeah, and how humiliated he was. And it's like that's the stuff we have to keep in the back of our mind. Is I'm gonna relate with you. I'm gonna try to make friends with you, but I can't go too far into the blackness because then you're gonna see quickly how different we are. And I have to be able to fit in in order to advance and in order to live in this in this place that I am. So um, it does get lonely. And I think, you know, you start craving being around more people like you. For sure. So uh, I got to ask you, ladies. Before we do that, I just want to tell you guys that that was wonderful. Um, this is my cold switch voice when I answer the phone. I can't. I'm the producer. Uh, Chris, next question. So, so ladies, before we Thank wrap you. up, uh, worst pickup line. Oh, um, I don't take know. No, I don't take notes, ever. fellas. I don't think I've ever gotten like a bad pickup line. Just, um, you know, a dude texting um, the same thing every day. Good morning, beautiful. What you doing? Morning, beautiful. What you doing? Like wearing it out. Like, oh, my God. How many times are you going to ask that? So it's just not having any real conversation. It's not so much a pickup line. I mean, do you guys even use those anymore? No, no, it's grand rising. Grand Rising Queen. That's the that's the one now. That's the new one. Yeah. Or yeah. instead of like one pickup lines, because a lot of men don't use pickup lines. Do you guys have a certain way you prefer to be approached? That's probably a better way to say it. Uh, yeah. a way that you prefer to be approached and how not to approach you. So, what was the worst approach? Best approach, worst approach. Hmm. Grabbing me or um, saying something vulgar, or you know, like the stuff people do in the club when they've had too much to drink, <laughs> uh, you know, thinking that that's cute. That would probably be the worst yeah. for me. Um, and how I would like to be approached, um, just you know, genuine, you know, I think you're beautiful. Um, you know, I just wanted to compliment you. Do you have, you know, 
boyfriend or, you know, whatever somebody might say, I would think that that's the most respectful type of approach that even if the woman is married or um, in a relationship, she'll still um, let you down nicely if she has to, you know, as opposed to feeling offended or turned off or turning her nose up. Um, you know, most women appreciate a, you know, you are very beautiful. I just wanted to compliment you and, you know, I don't mean to offend you, but are you in a relationship or, you know, whatever, however they, you know, choose to do it. So. Grand rising, Kendra. Okay, I got this message. I don't like that. Just makes me cringe. People, people who do the whole grand rising are people who probably pronounce bass like boss. Makes me want to makes me want to punch them in they boss. All right. So this is what somebody sent me through my DM. Okay, and I thought this brother was cool. I thought he was cool, but I had a screenshot so I can read to y'all verbatim. This is what he says. And this is like after maybe 30 messages of just shooting a breeze with him. He says, I need your opinion if it's okay. So I just got hit up by a porn company to do amateur, uh, do an amateur tape. But I got to send four penis pics to 30 <laughs> different women and get a review. I got 29. I just need one more. Can you help a real nigga out? That's <laughs> way. Okay. That's Oh, oh, I ain't gonna lie. The, I ain't gonna lie. As a man, I've never thought of that approach. That is fucking genius. It, it sounds goofy as fuck, but that is stupid. Yeah, he he looks like the Jack. He looks like Jack Thriller, the uh, crackhead version. To be honest with y'all. Um. So I like a, this is what I like. Okay. I I like someone to come up. Hey, excuse me. You know how you doing? All right. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. You know, just want to you know let you know. I think you're very you know attractive. You, I love your dreads. Your skin is glowing. Thank you. Your nails, like your nails. They look. They they they're actually like don't look like they've been chewed on. Oh, okay, great. Noticing little things like that. Um, I love your hygiene. Oh, you could you want to be with a real nigga? That's it. Okay. All right. All Gotta right. go back to the hood, nigga. Okay. <laughs> like, that. like, you know, or just how about this? Just have a conversation with me. Like, I'm I'm an easygoing person. Just say, hey, how you doing? You know, and then just have a conversation. I had another guy. I'm gonna tell you guys a quick story, like in one minute or less. I had this guy coming to my kiosk and he had dress. He was a worker. He also worked at the airport. I was like, okay, he's tall, has nice dress. You know, they, they don't they don't look, you know, crunchy or nothing. They look pretty good. Well, oh, <laughs> and so what ended up happening was everything was going good until, and mind you, brother's 30 years old. Everything was going good until he said, how old you is? Skirt, sir. Your whole vernacular. <laughs> oh my gosh i literally was just distraught because i'm like brother you almost had it with you you know oh gosh that that was really bad if you say stuff how old you is or 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 you know you text me day that this them if you said if i say send me a, a picture for your profile of contact id you throw up the middle fingers in your picture if you have money as you're flashing it in the picture like this um that's not good enough for me i'm sorry but women y'all gotta do better quit allowing these men to think that that's okay that's all i'd say next <laughs> grand rising brandy okay oh, before you, before, oh, so, okay brandy before you answer it doesn't You're not gonna anything. put my business out here. I'm just gonna. I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I'm just saying, <laughs> it wouldn't have involved any kind of. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna get my mic. They both have heard. No, uh, no, 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 Brandy. This is this is a safe space. This is a space, safe space. How old is you? Grand <laughs> rising. <laughs> no, go ahead. Anyway, oh, you know I love you, Brandy. That's why I'm. Oh, wow, yeah, Jesus is coming back. He's never said that. Um, <laughs> anyway, they've heard like some of the messages men have left, and I get it a lot. Um, okay. Are you going so to bed? I, I can't even. Yes, I'm going to bed. I can't, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I can't even get into like what the worst is because it's all over the place. I will say some of the best stuff I've heard. Um, this one guy, and I I don't really date white guys. Like my pussy's all Wakanda forever, so I go look at that. <laughs> um, but the white guy down, down south, he, he left the message one time. He said, I, I was too pretty for him to talk to. He was too shy. So he leaves a message on the voicemail um, at the furniture store I was working with. He was like, I just have to tell you, you're just so beautiful. You're prettier than a dew drop on a tulip in the morning. And I would love to take you for like biscuits and gravy because he was really country. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, it was so cute. You pulled the whole Southern gentleman line out on you, didn't you? It was really cute. So between that and then at the bar, because I work at part-time at a bar, um, this guy rolled up. I said, it's the white ones. I don't know what's going on with the color. The white ones come with it. He, um, he grabbed my hand when I was walking past and I wasn't expecting it. So he was real smooth. And I was like, hello. And he was like, hey, I know you must get this all the time, but I just have to ask, how good are you at rock, paper, scissors? I said, what? <laughs> and he was like, I, I like a game of it. And if you win, um, I leave you alone. But if I win, I'd like to take you out. And I was like, that to me, because I like and clever. And I found myself playing. And he didn't even play it all at once. He played one round. He was like, I'll be back. And maybe like 30 minutes later, he comes back. He's like, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? And my dumb ass is like, yeah. like okay. okay. <laughs> I, I like when somebody is just different because when you're used to people being like, hey, be the voice, sexy, and newbie, blah, 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 blah. It's like, all right. It all sounds the same. So when you can really come with something different, I will forever be impressed and enamored with that, like forever. Or if you slide in the DMs and you're asking me, like to Leah's point earlier, some real nerd shit and you're off grip, like, all right, tell me what you thought about when Spawn, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, boom. Like <laughs> a person. Because uh, my profile, you can tell what I mean. I mean, my shirt, look at me. You can tell what I'm into. It's an open book. So when somebody actually takes the time to look at pictures and look at home decor and say, hey, let me ask her something relevant to what she's interested in. I always say, if I was into women, I could bag bitches like that because I pay attention. Men just need to pay attention to what we already put out there, and it is so easy to talk to us. I yeah. believe him, yo. I don't know why, but I do. You're both be paying attention. Just be lazy, lazy. So, just pay attention. That's all. Okay. So I kind of lost my space, so I don't know who's supposed to go next. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, we did, Kendra. Layla, did. did you go yet? Later? I haven't gone yet. Yo, dang. Okay, I knew it was. I thought she but, was, but I wasn't sure. I wasn't I'm, sure. I've been okay. married a thousand years, so <laughs> not a thousand. I turned. It's been a thousand, so. <laughs> but I started getting hit on, and it's like, ah, oh, that's considerate. Thank you. But I think it's what what annoys me is like someone would be like, hey, you know, how you doing, girl? And I'm like, I'm good. Like, hey, you you need a man? And I'm like, no, I'm married. Thank you. Like, oh, you married? Are you happy? And it's like that that question bothers me. That question is like, why would you ask me if I was happy? What if I say no? You know, no, I'm not happy. You think you could make me happy? Like, <laughs> like well, you really think that you could change that? What if I'm the problem? 
You know what I mean? You got time for that? I don't. <laughs> so that one, that one kind of chaps my ass. But Not nothing. Did. I said that, didn't I? I said that. <laughs> Sorry, I just got who kept my but ass. Was old school. But, uh, but uh, my favorite is when men hit on me around my husband because oh. sometimes they don't think that we're together or they think that like I'm his partner working with him or something like that. One time we were at uh, Chicago, a con in Chicago. We were cleaning up and this guy is like, he comes over and he, he's talking to me. He was like, I was looking for you over there uh, the other day. And then they said that you was over here. And so I went over there and they said you went back this way. And so I came around and um, you weren't there. But then they said you went back the other way. So I was, I came today and he said that you was over here. And uh, I'm like, how can I help you? I'm, you know, just sitting here breaking down. We're breaking down with my husband here. You know what I mean? Like, what's going on? He points up at the banner to the poster. He was like, I just wanted to know how much uh, that uh, poster was up there. Because I got a friend who was interested in it. <laughs> oh, shit. So he went all the way around the world. All the way around the world. All the way around the world. And my my friend wanted like, to know. <laughs> I was I was frozen. I was like, "What is this man about to say?" <laughs> like, what, what? The show is four days. He clearly been looking for me for four days. <laughs> mm. Definitely was looking for you. Jerry was like, so "No more cats in black cities." Like, banned them. <laughs> <laughs> I know your husband was not having that. Terry be salty. <laughs> you wear a burka. You wear a sequins burka. That's what you get. <laughs> but no more of that shit. But yeah. <laughs> So yeah, being married, I'm just like, oh, you know, that's that's sweet. Thank you. Well, I will say that the Tootsie Roll <laughs> rapper thing was uh Oh yeah. Was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was something different. Play. It was ninety-six and it was a mechanical hey. pencil that I wrote it with. That's so sweet. <laughs> like literally, he was looking for you for four days. Like that to me is freaking amazing, man. Like I mean, like, like I just you know, I one of my one of my favorite movies, because like I said, I'm a hopeless romantic. One of my favorite movies, I don't know if you all have seen it, is Slum Dog Millionaire. And basically, the plot of the, you know, without, I'm not going to be that black person to sit here and ruin the film. But basically, <laughs> if they ain't seen it by now, there's something wrong yeah, with that. Like, oh, okay. well, that movie about 12 years old. You can spoil the shit out of that movie now. That shit <laughs> so, but, no, no, but basically, you know, I thought it was cute how he literally, you know, him and, and the girl, he was has been still looking for her every like seven years of his life. He has been looking for this girl. And I was like, bro, like, I can't even get an actual complete text back. It'd be like, I've been want you and i'm like ben <laughs> what you know so to me i think i like i'm like and again that type of stuff actually does happen. i know for a fact men will you know sometimes men will notice a woman a lot faster and you're like you know i've, I've been checking you out like i've noticed you for like a few weeks now. i'm like really like you don't even realize that but like where is this fairy tale for me doggone it like i'm a good person <laughs> i talk to crackheads and i feed pigeons and i don't uppercut my kids sometimes why has my fairy tale not happened Okay, like I'm gonna get to him. It sounds like to gonna... you might need a coach. <laughs> are you paying your time, sis? I am. I do. The times are y'all. I pay it to y'all. I pay it forward. I and even though nobody pays it forward to me, I start the forward is okay. So I'm just saying, like, like I want to get hollered at by a celebrity. Like Alan Iverson, will you listen? I know you watch this uh, program. Respond back to my DM. I was watching this. Not having the bar start with Alan. Really, it was really rapper the game, but he is a little slow with DMs. And I think Alan is divorced. If you are divorced, Alan Holler. I know you said you're young, but you may even be too old for the game. Because he likes to crush out of high school. 
Okay, so, listen, 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 listen. I can act means. fresh out of high school if he wants me to. I can look I look like a child, okay? <laughs> listen, I'm just saying, or 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 uh that guy Tyler from from uh, Diamond off of uh B, P Valley. I think well, he's in a relationship. Listen, I just need somebody to holler oh, at Jesus Christ. <laughs> somebody with some money, all they back teeth who don't look like it's uh they they teeth look like look like the New York state line, okay? I love her. Do not bring up Alan Iverson around my wife. This is I've killed Alan Iverson so many goddamn times in my dreams. <laughs> I've thought of so many ways to kill Alan Iverson. This is despicable. You gonna take out Alan and Umbaku and all these fine men? Uh-huh. All of them. I found different ways chipping the niggas' toenails off. Oh, wow. You ain't gonna keep that same energy in person, though. Killing? I bet you Who's won't. The hell, I won't. <laughs> Me. She killing me your dreams. Forget to them. <laughs> you say it about me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's all right. <laughs> I'll just say I don't know. It's hard to describe. I think it's a person by person thing. But if like I feel you're corny, like if the jokes are not hidden, like. I just, I don't yes, want no parts. I, I don't want any parts in it. What does get my attention, though, is intellect. Grammatically correct sentences for messaging to begin with. Someone who can hold a good conversation. <laughs> I'm very uh, loquacious. I got a lot of words. I want to hear how you, you put your sentences together. Things like that. Make me smile. Make me laugh. But just don't be corny because then you get you get curved. So. Yeah. <laughs> DC, DC, your wife is here. So I'm, I'm not even here, brother. Um, that wasn't me. The views of Darius Chambers do not reflect the rest of this panel. I'm sorry, y'all. Miss um, Rue, um, best and worst approach that you've ever had. As my TV cut itself off, God damn. I don't know. I, I haven't really had too many good ones. I mean, I guess the area where I'm from. They, they a little off. <laughs> hey, now get this. Hold on. She lives in the capital, the state capital. So you would think yeah. there'd be a lot of brothers out there in Washington D.C. who was on that game. So that lets you know, hey, shit going on on Capitol Hill. I just, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my goodness! But the worst one is, I I don't care how you like approach me. Like I don't care if you. 50 feet away and you yell, hey, you with the blue shirt. That's cool. Just don't walk up on me. That's all I I'm like, I'm in DC, so walking up on me ain't gonna get you the two places. Just <laughs> approach me from a distance and then I'll walk towards you and we can talk later. But just like, you know how like they walk up on you and grab your arm like, you like mm. don't, don't do that. Space. Okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness so uh we're wrapping up so this is the last question of the night ladies uh and because you'll probably want one after this what's your drink of choice <laughs> i'm a lightweight what what is that? Um, anything fruity. So like a pina colada, daiquiri, anything blended with, you know, some fruit on the rim, something cute. Gotta have it. I have several. I like 
Uh, any wine from Camus is bomb. It's a good red. Uh, another red blend is by Sketchbook. It's bomb. I like bourbon. I also enjoy um, probably top one is um, a dirty martini with two stuffed olives. That's good. It's very bondish of you. If the stars are aligned and my chakras are in order, um, cosmopolitans all day. But since they're not balanced, truly. <laughs> I fucking love <laughs> I get the big cans too, and I get not the cans. Such a good buzz. I love. <laughs> I, I know people like all my friends. They gave me shit for it for my birthday. That's all they gave me was fucking cases of truly. They're like, here, you basic bitch, and I'm just like, thank you. <laughs> like, That's how it feels to be mad. <laughs> but yeah, give me a can of truly, or like I said, if if my life is in order, cosmopolitans all day long. <laughs> Uh, I really want to get some Alza and Crystal because thug, uh, thug <laughs> that peacock talk to get you uh, your cooter all wet. But because I don't know where to get Alza and Crystal, and because you know um, I'm rich broke right now, you know I, I spent all my money on vacation for these last three months. I'm gonna drink some water. I'm gonna eat some bean soup, drink some water, you know, and and have fun in this lonely bed of mine. So any of you ladies who are single want to join me, please join. Well, I'll, sneak you. I'll, listen, I'll sneak you in. The, I'll sneak you in on my third story window in the hood. Not in the hood. <laughs> oh my god, Alize, that is hilarious. Um, I would say that one of two things. If I want to be fancy, it's rose, and if I don't, if I want to chill for kickback, it's honey jack and ginger ale. With okay, that sounds good. Chris, your drink. Well, uh, I'm a big Corona guy. Beer, of course. Um, <laughs> Not 19. <laughs> uh, my partner over here, DC, has really turned me on to Terramana, so I am literally falling in line with drink that. But I'm, oh look, there's but uh, I, I do do I do enjoy. I do. Thank you, Brandy, for in, introducing this to me. But uh, I do enjoy good Kevin Bacon, uh, the whiskey. That shit made me sick after a while. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it was good, but it's hey, it's, it's, still it's, felt it's, weird. it's bacon the texture and bourbon. Of bacon and, and well, bourbon. Sick of you too. You didn't ask how the drink felt about you, so that's fine. <laughs> I like the drink. So much anger. Kevin Bacon peeing you. Anywho, I drink Tiramana. This has been epic, and I, from the bottom of my heart, want to thank you guys. Um, thank the people who are still watching. This has been Damn, my Sorry, guys. I thought that was my house. That was my shit. But anywho, um, I want to thank everybody for coming on. Um, I'm trying to gather myself because I normally don't give these weird speeches afterwards. Um, I'm not the serious guy, but this is a serious moment because I appreciate every single one of you guys for being a part of this. Um, there will be a part. Spoiler alert, motherfuckers! There'll be a part two because we didn't get to answer all the questions um, because I didn't really want to keep you guys late. Um, but there will be a part two coming soon. Uh, I'm gonna get everybody scheduled, see what it looks like. I want to do it as soon as possible because you ladies rock. 
and I have to go figure out where I'm gonna sleep tonight because I disrespect the AI. <laughs> um, no, I'm not gonna work on that. Oh, that was your wife in the comments. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, she loves AI, and I disrespect this shit. I, was, I, got, I got a question. I got a question. You know that movie? I haven't seen it fully, but Indecent's proposal. If he gave you fifty billion dollars to have one night, let her have one night with him. Would you do it? He's thinking fifty billion. Yeah, fifty with billion. Yeah, with a B. <laughs> he said with the B. Yeah, that's a yeah. So, anywho, uh, I really want to thank you guys for coming. Um, no, I would. I would not. That's a lot of money, but no. Um, Good answer. So, I want to thank you guys for coming on. Seriously, there will be a part two. Um, I appreciate everybody for coming on. Um, this has been amazing. Um, I've had visions of this when I when we first came up with this concept and when we got everybody together, how it would go. And this is beyond my wildest imagination. Um, you guys, like I said, you guys really rock. And I love every one of you guys, truly. I don't say that a lot. Love you. Um, I don't even tell my kids that, so don't say I said that to you guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can't give them too much love, they. <laughs> They cling on to you, like that. Just a dash. You got a group. Just a dash. They don't leave the house. A little bit of love, a lot of trauma. It makes you build character. But no, seriously, <laughs> I, I appreciate everybody for watching. Um, I do want to do more stuff like this. Um, have dialogue. Just have dope ass people. But before we go, I want to give everybody a chance to once again, um, put yourself out there. Um any Instagram, anything you have going on, um, anything you want to plug until next time, please do. Starting at the top, not with Chris. I was going to say, yeah, not me. Not just the ladies show, not me. Yeah. <laughs> so I am Latoya Sharice again. I'm the host of the Women of Her Word podcast where we discuss all things millennial issues that matter from a faith and feminist, faith-based and feminist perspective. So I am on IG at XO Ashley Janae. That's A S H L E Y J E N A E. You can also find me on Facebook at slash Mind Love by Ashley. And uh, really appreciate being here. This was really fun. So thank you to um, DC and Chris and uh, Candy B. Thank y'all. You're welcome. Thank you. There's more them than me. Um, I just press buttons. But. <laughs> he does. Uh, <laughs> Candy yeah. B cosplay. If you're watching it, I purposely put it there so you can stalk me. Um, I'm gonna have some more cosplays coming out. I plan, if the world doesn't shut down again, to be at some cons. I got invited to in Columbus. Um, I have my own IG show where. I'm bringing people on from our blurry world just to interview them um, and ask questions they haven't been asked a million times before. Um, I'm hosting plenty of stuff around Cleveland, so I'm more and more excited about doing events, game shows, getting my adult prom done. I've already put the deposit down on the place for the 9-9 and the 2000 adult prom is going to be <laughs> yes. That's the theme for, that for the 9-9 and the 2000. Yes, it's going to be really cute. It, it better be cute. Um, and I'm always going to plug uh, Laura's home that's here in Cleveland because it's a place I've volunteered at many times and it's a shelter for women and children. And I'm wanting to be able just to donate money to them because I've donated plenty of time, but it really going to feel 
great to throw a chunk of money um, where I know it could be needed. So <laughs> my name on Twitter, on IG, I have my Facebook page, you can find me on the TikToks, uh, just everything. Hi, I will plug my husband's stuff because we work together. You can check us out at terryhuddlestonart.com. We're also on the Instagram under Terry Huddleston Art, and we're on Facebook. And if you're in the Atlanta area, check us out at Atlanta Comic Con this weekend. That's my baby. She'll be there too. Selling her art. It was a <laughs> walk, walk for me. <laughs> I didn't even get you out there. She just walked through like nothing was happening. She's ready for me to do her hair. She's ready for me to do her hair. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, come check us out if y'all in the Atlanta area at Atlanta Comic Con. Come see us in person, give us some love, and uh, take some fun things home. And thanks for inviting me. Oh, <laughs> yes, thanks really. for coming on. Um, for oh, Latoya, I think it was Latoya who uh, I said, listen, I actually randomly sent you a DM to get on your podcast. It was at 3 53 p.m. Check your messages, doggone it. But my podcast <laughs> is uh, my Instagram is the Kendra Crumb Show, <laughs> D as in the K Y N D R A C R U M P show, not with no money sign, not no fake ass ASAP Rocky. Y'all need to stop putting the money sign for S S H O W. Just type in Kendra Crump on Google with a Y and please put a space in between. Because a lot of y'all's wheels on y'all's bus don't go round and round. Thank you for having me back, <laughs> ladies. I hope that we get to work with each other. If you guys don't put me on y'all's podcast, I hope you catch a Charlie horse. The end. <laughs> Not cursing us. <laughs> oh. Um, oh. <laughs> Ms. Rasha had got a, um, she had texted me this. Um, apparently, her ex is hacking her because he don't want her to finish dishing out her good ah. stuff. So uh, she was joking, what? but she can be found on IG and oh. Rue Too Funny. That's R O O Too Funny. Um, Chris, plug your stuff. All right. Well, you can catch me, DC and Candy B, on Blurred's Eye View every Tuesday at 8:30 live on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, you can also uh, follow us on the IG channel. Same name, Blurred's Eye View, all lowercase. Uh, Fridays, I do an IG live as well, where I do a blur a blurred week wrap up. Uh, I, sometimes I have a guest. Sometimes it's just me talking with the viewers. So tune in to that for every uh, every Friday at 830 as well. So uh, you can follow me on my other IG, Chris.Fury1 and TikTok, because I'm all over the TikToks now, apparently. So, yeah. That's the TikToks. Word. <laughs> and because I'm lazy, I'm just going to let my shit run at the bottom, read as you will. Um, so I do want to thank Look, everybody again for coming. Right, no, I'm lazy. I don't, I'm not doing all that talking. I don't. I got other stuff to say. So I do appreciate you guys for coming again. Thank you to everybody who has been watching. Thank you. Um, the love that we have been getting, the love that I've been getting has kind of renewed me in this a little bit. Um, a little backstory. The reason that this show started uh, was because I told I was told I couldn't. Um, I started on Chris's show and um, we brought on Brandy. But being on his show, I felt like I had something to say and something to offer. And I wanted to do it my way. And my way was brash cocky and just really not humble as fuck um so i started this show and it has evolved from sort of a man cave to an all-inclusive which i didn't plan on but as fate would have it and the guys would tell you it ain't about you it's about everybody else so this platform is starting to become something that i want everybody to be a part of and many different ways um i want to bring on these women right here back and the guests to be and kind of lost in between i want to bring y'all back for part two uh once we get schedules right i want to do more stuff like this 
talent shows, whatever. Hell, I just want to make dope content and entertain the people <laughs> and have fun while doing it. That's all it is. I just like talking shit and just having fun. And um, when you're able to do it with dope ass people, it makes it go by so much better and it makes everything smoother. And it also lets people network. And also, I'm big on that meeting people because just because I don't know something don't mean one of you guys might not know it. And if we can work together and build something that is bigger than all of us at the end of the day, and but it's ours at the end of the day, and can't nobody take that from us, that's what I'm about. Um, I don't care about myself. Not to sound like I'm you know, self-deprecating. I just, it ain't about me. I mean, like I said, I don't really care. I do this for everybody else. I do this because I like having fun. So without that being said, again, part two is coming soon. Uh, what the shit we are on every Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Usually, uh, we've been hitting here and there, but um, oh, okay, yeah, thank you, private chat. Okay, uh, I'm telling see, I got so much going on. See, that's what I'm saying. I love doing this because, again, um, it's a joy for me, um, just being able to interact with people. Um, like to, like the preacher saying, gonna be before y'all long. Um, again, I want to thank y'all for coming. Chris has done a wonderful job moderating. Um, Thank you. Everybody, uh, right now is in front of me exchanging social media as I'm trying to give this speech so it's hard to <laughs> focus. Uh, but y'all do y'all thing. It ain't about me. Y'all do y'all thing. Um, Brandy, thank you for me and Brandy. Well, Brandy kind of had this concept. I had something similar. We combined it. Um, so Brandy has been a big help on this. Um, Kingish was hers. I just pushed a couple buttons. Um, so credit goes to her for coming up with this concept. Again, it's not me. I'm not going to take credit for some shit I didn't do because I'm the one who likes to take credit for shit I did do. I didn't do this. <laughs> um, it was Brandy. Um, I got to thank my wife. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you better. You yeah. better. <laughs> you might want to make I'm up. I'm trying to one. apologize now. See, I Ooh, do it. Dude. If I do it in front of people, I did it. It's levels. It's levels. It's levels. Y'all got to know this. Fellas, you gotta apologize in front of a shit ton of people. That way, she can't say you never did it. Means people are saying, <laughs> so now it's done. Uh, I apologize. I'm not gonna kill AI. Won't shit. Shit. <laughs> still won't work. So, with that being said, uh, thank you guys for all coming. Uh, goddamn. <sighs> oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you guys for coming. Um, Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>